my brother. All right, what is going on, everybody? Thank you for joining the Odin Samurai Sons podcast. Uh, this is Jeremy. We're here with Brandon, and uh, we are doing a little bit of an impromptu uh, episode the day before the final episode of WandaVision. Brandon, why don't you start us off? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, we just kind of thought, you know, we're a little bit new here, so wanna want to give as much as we can, so that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's let's jump right into just, like, what we're feeling on WandaVision. And the yeah. first thing I really want to start on um, is that I, I want to uh, I want to talk about whether or not we're going to get another villain. Because that's been such a big topic um, in this, honestly. And um, everyone might be a little disappointed because everyone was thinking that Mephisto would come into the fray for WandaVision. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I think I, I, I was so used to my weekly texts from you of like Mephisto's here. Hey, he's here. I swear he's here. But yeah, I don't it's looking like we're not getting the big uh, you know, getting that uh other villain. It looks like we're sticking to what's what's there. And I'm fine with that. I, I truly am. Um but I am somewhat disappointed, like a little bit, but I don't think that we can exactly completely exclude um, it from possibility because it could show up on a post-credit scene or, or, you know, like we don't even know if we're going to get a post-credit or a mid-credit scene or anything like that. Um, But, but anyway, um, I, I do want to – we're going to talk a little about that later. We'll touch on that. Um, the main thing that I'm truly concerned about is how this is going to set up future projects. Um, and in other words, like we're going to see Wanda kind of flow into Doctor Strange a little bit. Um, and what's really exciting is that the creator, writer, and, and you know, the director of WandaVision uh, recently said that this is just the beginning for Wanda. And, and that there's way more story uh, to be told about her. And right, because it's it's good to see that. It's good to hear that from the director because, like, there's so much growth we've seen from Wanda and, and Vision, but more so Wanda, just given what her situation was going into the show. You know, like you know, like events after Endgame and such. So it's really cool to see. Well, I think that brings up such a cool topic. Sorry, no, go for it, bro. I, I, I have to. That brings up such a good topic, though, because, like, you're right. This dives so much deeper into Wanda than Vision. Yeah. We can't really dive deep into Vision that much because if you remember on, on that scene with the door, he's like, I've never lost anybody. He was born not too long ago. If he really yeah, like the it. events so of, that's why you I, know, Sokovia weren't that long after you know, weren't that long ago. Exactly. And, and I think that's something like that we need to point out that like, we're di- we're diving deeper into Wanda's past and her trauma because she has that. And, and, it, and it's really good that it's being fleshed out. Whereas Vision, he's, we're not diving deep into his past where he he's almost has like the wisdom of an old man, but at the same time, like the innocence of a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think that's like, re- really yeah, cool like Wanda him. is, you know, like the more adult of the two. Yeah, I mean, it, she literally created this vision. She created this vision from chaos magic. Like, it, it's kind of wild to think about. 
Um, but okay, let's let's move on from that a little bit. I, I we're a little bit more. Um, I more want to talk about what characters we have in front of us. Uh, I agree. Twins, Vision. Yeah. So let, let's talk about those two. We'll talk about you know the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I have no idea if these kids are going to exist outside of the text. I mean, if if I really if no if. Idea. If the show has taught us anything, I don't think they will. Because if you remember when Vision tried to go – like on Halloween, that episode of Halloween, when he tried to see what is beyond past Westview, we saw him like s- slowly disintegrating as he was out of the hex. I think the same thing happens. Yeah, he was getting pulled back. I think the that. same thing happens to the twins because they are – they were created just like Vision was through chaos magic. If you think about it, uh, I, I, this is the reason that would be good writing. It would be obviously this is the reason that I don't want that to happen, and it's because I'm invested in in Wanda so much now that I'm just like she's had so much trauma. She does not need to lose her kids now, you know. But it, it would make for for excellent writing, obviously. Um, sorry, let me adjust my mic here a little bit. All right, um, but it, it's definitely. I, gonna I, I am in agreement with you, Same but with I like think if, if the show has taught us anything, it's that they share the same fate as Vision that was created from you know from Wanda's chaos. What if she like find? What if she like gets a handle on her like? I mean, I don't know. Or here's right here's now. like a long shot theory. What if Agatha becomes more friend than foe and helps her? make what's in the hex a part of reality. Hmm? Yeah, or or maybe yeah, she maybe helps her preserve her children literally. Yeah, like she'll see children. how much pain she's um, endured and realize she needs this, you know? I I wouldn't I, I would like that honestly. I, I think that Agatha is a very complicated character, which is a, a great uh segue into our talking uh, next yeah. point. What's her motive? Um what what's her motive what is she doing? She, we thought that she instigated the hex on behalf of Mephisto or another. Right, because it turns mm-hmm. out that she. Yeah, because yeah, that got um, put to bed when we saw we Ma- have... when we saw Wanda. You know, you know, her chaos literally exploded from her in from her, you know, from from her inner, you know, magic, you know, and stuff. Oh, it, it got put to bed way before that when she said, "Where'd you get the big gun?" Yeah, Wanda? that's true. You know, like. Um, but it really makes me think about like the fate of her character moving outside the MCU. It makes me think about where she's been all this time. What is she looking for? That I, I'm presume I, this is what I'm going with. But with the knowledge that was taken, that was mentioned at the Coven, um, that's that book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, not the Darkhold, it, and it's probably I. I think it could be the Darkhold, but it's definitely what's given her a lot of right. power. It's definitely what's kept her alive for a very long time. Yeah, probably. that's true. Um, because when, like, during but, that Salem Salem scene, like, you saw her her abilities like age, like, not only kill all of those witches, but age them to like very old. You know, you know, they they look very old. Yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. that was that's what and, I thought. Yeah, and she almost looked like shocked. Like after you know, it happened, yes. Happened. She was like that. That was the first time that it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, love a good origin origin story. You know, yeah. Either the book gave her like, um, you know, the ability to you know live for a long time, or 
and, and learn. Or when she did that to all the other witches, she took all of their their youth or something. Or like, you know, maybe I'm not wording it correctly, but like, yeah. it was like, it was like oh, five that's... or six different like witches. You take all of their youth. You have a you, yeah, it was seven. seven. Thank you, correcting me. You, you take all of those witches, like you know, youth. You have a long period of time to live. So those are two thoughts I had. Oh yeah, that no, that's that's a great theory. Um, I never even thought of that. Uh, but she, she's oh, she's killing Catherine, Catherine Han, Han. Take a bow. Oh my god. She, I, I really hope that Elizabeth Olsen and Catherine Han and Keanu Paris all get move. All right, so out. good. I, I think good we are segue getting, into the yeah. next next topic, which would. Which I'm not sure if we touched on yet. Relating to Tiana Paris and her character of Monica Rambeau, is her her powers? Okay. Will they still be there outside of the hex? We only know the fact that she got them upon re-entering the hex. Here's why I think she's going to still have her powers. The results. Do you remember when Darcy hacked into that mainframe or whatever and got her results? I think so. When Hayward had her blood. Yes. So that was already changed. And she was outside the hex. Of That's that. true. So I think I think if she were to leave again, it would rewrite something completely different. Um, but I think that that is done. She was rewritten as a person. And that was the result of the hex trying to reject her. But she had grown used to it. Um, going through it two times and she had the mental fortitude to do it and therefore and she had captain marvel in her mind therefore she was written uh, rewritten as a person and i I think that's yeah but i I think that those are there for good that's true that is true and i'm I'm not not mad mad about it either like i have (laughs) this show has done anything i'm pretty stoked this show has done anything (laughs) but disappoint me brandon to anybody listening I, i hope you guys feel the same way I, I hope so too, and, and you know, I, I think lacking a big baddie, we. I first of all, I don't think we're lacking. I just, a big baddie. yeah. This is a I think the only show. thing this we're lacking. I think the only movie. thing we're lacking is not knowing what the next step is, but we'll find that out. You know, that's all. That's that. That is literally the point of yeah. television. Though. That's the point of weekly television, and Marvel is just adapting to that model. It's just so beautiful. I'm just so impressed. It's making me very excited for yeah. Winter Soldier because you can also present that in so many different ways too. As you know, I, I think I heard a rumor that they're doing there's going to be six episodes, but they're all going to be yeah, nearly they're about hour. forty to fifty so minutes. That's right. There, there's just like still different ways to do that. You could, or you'd stretch it out longer because you need more production value and longer times to do it, or you tell a good story in the allotted time and. Do it. It, it's yeah, so different Disney has adapted really well because, like, you know, after every movie that you see, you have you, you're, you're, people are doing what you know what we're doing now for this is like they're theorizing, they're they're you know hypothesizing about what does this mean based on what we just saw. The only difference is instead of waiting a week, you're waiting up to you know you know a year or and sometimes more than that. You know, for or or more or a couple months even, so it's it's really cool to see like your your thoughts and theories, whether they're proven right or wrong, just turn around real quickly and not have to wait as long. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I think that 
Marvel in one season of television has accomplished what Game of Thrones wished they could have done. Like and, on the last season? Watch, yeah, because I, I know you didn't watch I, Game of I Thrones. I did not watch Game of Thrones, but I know enough. You know what I'm talking I know, about. I know enough from social media that the last season was generally disappointing to the fans. It was it, – see, the thing is, is that the premise could have been there if they had built up to that, but they didn't build up to that. And, and Marvel I, I has done a, an exceeding job in comparison to that. Well, they, well, not only have they built up to that, but they have literally gone up into the past and gone in, 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 in retcon things almost kind of. Yeah, and, that's true. And, and that, is, that is just such a cool way to do the story, and I, I'm very, very pleased with that. Um, but, Jeremy, is there anything else you want to talk about or you want to touch on? Um, well, oh, Pietro. Pietro. <laughs> yes. Like we saw him, you know, in the end credits scene with Monica looking uh, into the basement of Agatha's house. And he said, Snooper's going to snoop. And then we have not known, you know, seen him, you know, since, obviously. And I think I want my, my only, my only thought with that is he's still around. Like I thought he served his purpose being like, a recast in Wanda's hex and chaos magic. But it, since we saw him again after that, my only question is, does that mean more X-Men characters show up in some form or fashion, whether it's in this season, the next season, in this show, or another show? I Here's why I don't think that... Evan Peters casting as this character means anything. Um, do you remember why, or not why? Do you remember when uh, Agatha was talking with Wad uh, and she tells her that you know Pietro was done by her? She yes. says she said that she she did the spell to do that. Um, so she literally that's all Agatha. I don't think that he was dragged by a dimension. I think that that either it was just a spell to kidnap somebody, but she said that she's like, I couldn't do necromancy, which is, you know, bringing back the dead. You know, your, your right. brother's in Yeah, that's so right. I, th- I think that they were doing this as a nod to us, as a way to give us enjoyment, but also piss us off. <laughs> yeah, and enjoy it while doing so. Exactly. I don't think that we are going to get X-Men in here, which, which is a good and bad thing and not a good and not a bad thing. I think it was just another way that they beautifully wrote in a way to the fuck with us, honestly. Yeah, and they're, they're, and they're doing a good job. Yeah, they're, they're playing games with a lot of people's heads. It's like, uh, that's not normally Quicksilver. He's normally in the X-Men franchise. What the hell's going on, you know? They literally just they are like, all right, you be it. it it'll send the, the, everyone in a spiral. I think my I think one of my thoughts though, like on just Marvel as a whole, is how they're able to stay on script with what the comics are doing, yet do it in their own way so as to really make it stand out. You know, like that that you know, that example with Pietro oh, is yeah. one of them, you know? It's like that might not have been in the comics, but it makes so much sense. It it does, and it's a it's a fun casting. It's a fun I, casting. I definitely enjoyed it. You know, like there are so many other examples. I, I, like, I probably can't even – I don't know if I could think of another like that because there are so many of them like staying on script with the comics plot yet doing things their own way and still making it – make, still having it make sense to the audience. 
it, it is exactly it is a, it is very they, genius writing you know they literally are doing that with like wanda right now which is just like so mind-blowing that they're like they're retconning things but beautifully like fitting in between details in the past to where it's literally adapting wanda to the comics now yeah like, like chaos magic like it's just it's so beautifully done and it just it, it makes me really just want to just drop all my all my shit with this health insurance nonsense and be a writer you know yeah i hear you um, man <laughs> but you know um but anyway um let's just kind of discuss our like overall like feelings and, and things on this in the episodes and and just wanda vision overall you know we just kind of did that but yeah. I, I just kind of want to hear your your overall impression of like what the show has been been doing to you on a weekly basis <laughs> well it's been making me think about how how do they make this more interesting by the week because like you know obviously like this this applies to any show you start to watch you have to like like you know if for lack of a better expression you kind of need to eat your veggies before you can eat your own before you can eat the steak and the first mm-hmm. couple episodes were the veggies and then at like episode 3 and 4 it's like from episode 3 on they were the good veggies though they were the like, <laughs> yeah they were they were like the like the those were like mom's veggies like, like <laughs> yeah. our moms makes really good. yes like, they were good they're still vegetables but like they're those are dang vegetables you know <laughs> yes yeah. i didn't expect you to add on to that i was just trying to make it <laughs> sorry go <laughs> ahead <laughs> no that's like what you know as i was saying like with every show you like you have to like you have to start it to get to where to to get to the good part where it's going and um and that couldn't have rang more true with this show, especially in in certain in like you know these specific circumstances of, you know, a pandemic, where you you have a lot of time to, you have a lot of time to think when you're in a pandemic. I don't know if anybody listening feels the same way. I, I'm hope I'm assuming you guys do, but you, your mind you it gives your mind a lot of time to think about whatever the hell you want to think about, and. I think that's what the show is meant to me is like because we are in a pandemic and I don't know about whoever's listening, but your mind can go to a lot of different places in a pandemic. Some good, some not so good. This show has brought me to a lot of good, like intriguing thoughts. That has been my, that is my overall thoughts of the show. A welcome distraction. I would say. Yes. That's in, 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 in a phrase that, that is pretty much what I mean. I, I I think this show for me every week. I mean, it's been like eight weeks of watching this show with me sending you crazy theories um, and just me being wrong and like two percent of the time being right, um, which I'm totally okay with. Hey, I've been right only one percent of the time. I've been right only one percent of the time for sure. I you know what? That's probably more than most people. <laughs> but it, it's been nice to see a show like this where it, it's kind of glued the whole almost the whole world to like their couches. Um, when we're we all have nowhere to be but our couches almost right and it's also kind of cool for me personally because it's definitely got me more thinking and actually doing more writing myself um and kind of got me like i don't know it's just kind of got me excited to kind of put some pen to paper sometimes yeah like Um, putting pen to paper with without worrying about what the grade is going to be on it you know i I think this show is so good for me that it's just like i'm like how did you think 
it's like one of those things. It makes you want to try and replicate it almost, but you know, you're not going to get as close. Exactly. You you know, you're not, you might not get as close, but it it gives you like, but it, but it makes you that ambitious to try. It makes me want to try. Like it, it, I mean, some people who, who write TV and stuff like that don't, don't get their breaks until sometimes their thirties, forties or fifties. I mean, and they're still doing things in the air. I think but, we are onto um, something, Brandon. I think we might need to start. And we have a podcast. We might need our own comic. All right, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> just make it like a comic. We I think if this pandemic goes on, <laughs> I think if this pandemic goes on for longer, we might have the time. I've been drawing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, I, I think we're going to go ahead and end our our, our, uh, our, our nice podcast there. I, I want to thank you all for listening to Odin Sam Rolson's podcast. Um, we're available on all those streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, and much, much more. Uh, give us a like and subscribe. Uh, everyone have a really good rest.